0: everyone welcome back to the sandy and mandy show i'm mandy i'm sandy and today we're having our eighth episode of tea time where y'all ask us any questions that you have on life advice or anything you need help with so let's get into these questions our first one says will they come to me or do i have to find them i'm like who is they them
1: So, yeah, I was like, "Ooh, they? Who are they? <laughs> but from what I gathered from this question, I just see like, is it going to come to me or do I have to seek it? And honestly, things are going to come to you if it's meant for you. Like whatever's meant for you is always going to come to you no matter what you do. I think anytime we're seeking or anytime we're like just really wanting and just finding things out of desperation, it's just not gonna,
0: it's not gonna end well, honestly. Yeah, something I've been thinking about recently are what are the distractions in my life? And I think when I feel desperate for something, it feels like a distraction because then I'm not paying attention to myself and my needs and things I have to do. And with attracting versus seeking, I'm kind of of thinking they can also be on the same team like a little bit of both a balance of both isn't bad because I'm thinking of seeking as something that you would like to have in your life but not something that overall encompasses your whole being and all your thought patterns and everything you know what I mean so when you're seeking something that's like kind of like you're manifesting but you don't want to go like the whole 110 yards for something that you seek because everything that you need will come to you as long as you're just like focused and doing what you need to do, when you're seeking things, I think you can make the mistake of just attracting something that you're not because you're idealizing and you're projecting what it is that you're seeking. Whereas when you're attracting things, you're literally focused so hard on yourself and the things that you're doing that the energy matches you. And so that's what you will attract in your life.
1: Yeah, I like that you bring up the point that it's not necessarily bad to have both things of seeking and attracting but like everything just having a balance too much of anything is just not gonna bring you what you want honestly what I've realized from my experiences things always come when you least expect it really And it's because you're focused on yourself or you're you're just focused on other things that doesn't have to do with your desire. And I think that's just how energy works. Whenever you're just wanting something so badly, thinking about it all the time to where it is, like encompassing all of you, you're just pushing it farther and farther away. I don't know, like the specifics, or like the physics of how to explain that, but that's just how I've seen energy work.
0: No, I like that you said that because it makes me realize when you're seeking something, you're shifting the power dynamic and you're giving your power away to whatever it is you're seeking and you're not honoring the power within yourself. So that's why when you honor the power within yourself, you attract what you need because you're just not thinking about it and then it comes to you. It's just natural.
1: That's just how energy works. I don't know why, but I think it does make sense because just like in your relationships with people too, like if somebody's just pressing you all the time, or if somebody's just like wanting all of your attention, you're not feeling inclined to stay close to them, you know? So it makes sense.
0: Yeah, we don't want to force anything. We just want to flow.
1: Yes. And if y'all haven't listened to our forcing versus flow episode, definitely go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) So the next question is, how much obsession is healthy? And then they put parentheses as a Scorpio, LOL.
0: (laughs) So as a Scorpio too, lol. The first question I want to ask is, are your obsessions even healthy for you? Ooh, how about that? Because to have something that is a healthy obsession, you want it to be healthy for you. So my healthy obsession is definitely water. I literally think about her nonstop. I'm obsessed with being (laughs) hydrated. (laughs) But... In terms of other obsessions that I have, I do have obsessions with specific art subcultures. And I think I just more so accept that I have that trait of obsession as well. I think as long as it's not really making me imbalanced in my own life and making me self-neglect myself, that it's not an unhealthy obsession.
1: As a fellow Scorpio placement, Scorpio moon, just imagining how obsession lies within me just from that placement. (laughs) I like what you said by making sure if your obsessions are even healthy. And even if your obsessions aren't necessarily healthy, I think just giving yourself a healthy outlet for it will help and I don't know what obsessions you're like referring to if it has to do with like people that you're involved with romantically or if it has to do with just like binge watching shows or I know with my obsessions I was really obsessed with Korean dramas for like a minute you remember that
0: (laughs) everyone remembers that
1: Everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I got really obsessed with like an actor, like a Korean actor, and I was literally looking him up like every day, like several times a day. Yeah. It was... <laughs> Actually, you bought and then, a magazine with him? <laughs> yes, I bought a magazine with him off of eBay. Like, <laughs> dude. And he's literally twice my age. Like he could literally be my dad. Anyways, but <laughs> Yeah, I definitely get what you mean. And I guess, like, figuring out if an obsession is healthy or not is... Just, I don't know if it's like draining you in a way or like you, you like just have to have it and like you're gonna suffer without it. So maybe those are indicators stuff. maybe the obsession isn't necessarily like the healthiest. In general, journaling really helps with any type of obsession. Just writing down your obsessive constant thoughts. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it really helps. I think the obsession, I don't know if, if you do this, but do you ever just like deep dive on a person? Like like you like investigate like all of their shit. I don't think that's bad, is it? <laughs> I mean, maybe it can come off weird to some people, I don't know.
0: <laughs> if the information's like- there to be seen, I'm going to look, like
1: right like if it's like public information but when i mean that i say like i'll literally like look up their tweets from forever ago like i'll look through their likes i'll like go through like their whole media i'll like go through instagram
0: twitter as in like you'll like scroll od or like you'll literally type like keywords or i'll
1: type i'll type keywords just to see if they've like said any shitty things you know
0: that's very common and honestly that's protecting yourself that's why i do it right yeah yeah
1: so that's not obsessive.
0: You're that's normal. just that's just okay, investigate. That. That's like a different conversation. That's like FBI moment. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> now you're outing yourself. <laughs> you know, what's the question again?
1: How much obsession is healthy? Honestly, I think if you have a healthy outlet and if the obsession isn't harming anybody and it isn't harming you, I think you're good.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree. Because the moment that your obsession starts to leak out of you in a negative way and affect you, that's when you need to pull the fuck back and be like, just (laughs) reevaluate. Do something else. Like take your mind off of it. Like go into the real world. Go interact with people. Just go out and like make new memories. Because that's the only way you're gonna not think about the obsession is when you're just tapped into real life.
1: If you're wanting to dial back on an obsession, just try to keep yourself focused on other things. (laughs) Looking at my head, I was like, honestly, just find a new obsession. (laughs) I was thinking too. (laughs) Maybe that's not like the healthiest advice, but I do know whenever I'm just like, okay, like this is is getting a bit much. I'm starting to feel a little weird for like doing this. I just try to focus on other things and going in real life, hanging out with your friends. Because whenever you're with your friends or whenever you're just out in the real world, it's easier to stay present instead of just being by yourself and just being fixated on whatever on whatever a Scorpio is fixated on. <laughs> and yeah so emphasis on if your obsession is hurting you it's hurting somebody else then that's how you know it's not healthy anymore but other than that I think obsessions it's natural for people to be obsessed especially Scorpios and just finding healthy outlets and just making sure it doesn't
0: consume too 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 much of you to where it's hurting you or others yes I don't know if it's a bad thing because obsession I like enjoy it and that's why I accept it because it's just fun. I just really like what I like like so fucking hard that I'm obsessed with it. Like I'm obsessed with the results. I feel like obsession also just, well, for me, I'm talking about like my art obsession. So like I'll literally be on YouTube for like hours, like watching the same type of category. Like I'll watch food and cooking videos for like hours while I'm doing something. But also it's like, I think I balance my obsessions and my responsibilities. I make sure I have a to-do list of like all of my needs that I need to get done that day, but it doesn't hurt to like fit in the obsession of watching reality TV for fucking four hours a day or something like that. You can do both at once, depending on what the obsession is though.
1: Yes, the obsessions can vary, but I agree with you. Obsessions can feel fun whenever, you know, it is healthy or whatever. Obsessions can give you like a newfound will to live at times. You know what I mean? Like when things just feel so bleak, And then, ooh, like new obsession. Like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with this. I'm obsessed with this show. I'm obsessed with this new art style. I'm obsessed with just,
0: you know, any new things. I love it. So the next question says, how do you let yourself trust people after you've been hurt?
1: Ooh. (laughs) So personally, definitely still a work in progress, especially with all the bullshit I've been through in a very quick amount of time too, which is just why it's a lot. I try to go at it from a logical perspective. I'm not going to lie. like I really just try to take into account people's actions because I think people's actions just are the most simplest way and the easiest way to see how people just move. Because if people just act the way they act and they have a pattern of the same actions and you can just tell off bat, do I even trust this person? You know what I mean? But Also, just not be super logical with it. (laughs) Just also listen to your intuition. And I know that sometimes it's easier said than done. Oh, yeah, no, this is why I have trust issues. Because sometimes people's actions are just
0: manipulative too. Hmm, Mm -hmm. how do I answer this? (laughs) Okay, hold on. Maybe I can say something and it'll spark something. Recently, I guess what I've been doing is more so really taking my sweet ass fucking time to get to know somebody and also holding back all my energy. I think with my past relationships, I've been like 150% upfront and I don't do that shit no more. It's more like you're going to get 50% of me and we're going to see where that goes. It's just better that way because like, I just don't know you people. It's been beneficial for me not to be super giving like I used to be in my past because then it shows me like who actually wants to stay around and get to know me on an intimate level and not just for the things that I have. For the things that they can take from me. So I've definitely just been more slow with trusting people and also feeling the energy and really listening to the things that these people are saying to me because just hearing the way that people analyze or what their opinions are on things and if I agree with them is also another factor on if like I want to keep this person in my life. Yeah, just like how judgmental people are I just really just read their energy from like observing the way that they talk to me and the way that they talk to other people. Because I've noticed ever since I like blew up with a platform, people don't treat me the same as like somebody else that they would meet. And I don't like that because it's just one, fake. And two, I think everybody deserves human kindness. Like what the fuck? What would you say?
1: I agree. Yeah, that's the number one step is to just take your time not giving up everything all at once. People are honestly just, from what I've seen, a lot more weird and not really great, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, definitely taking your time to really, really observe. Taking your sweet as time. Honestly, like, you don't know these people really. And so, honestly, from the way I see it, I think you start getting to know somebody at least, like, after like a year or a couple years. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because people will put up a front too. And so it's hard, honestly. That's why I'm saying it's definitely a work in progress because I definitely still have walls up Mm -hmm. as well. Whenever you've just been hurt a lot and whenever you, you thought you could trust somebody, then you do and then it like backfires on you. You don't really feel inclined to do it like as much. But try to have an open heart still because there are still good people out there. And just really observing definitely how they speak to you, how they speak to others. Yeah, just feeling the energy. If you feel anxious around this person a lot, maybe that's really not a good sign either. That's maybe like your body giving you a sign that this isn't good. Oh, oh, if I'm with somebody and chaotic shit is just happening like all the fucking time, I don't really trust that. And even if it's not like the person's fault, still because i just know in general when i'm by myself things aren't really super chaotic and i've seen what it's like to be with others and the universe is like really not treating us in a chaotic way and more so like wanting us to be together giving us luck giving us joy and blessings and so i think whenever things are just kind of going to shit, whenever i'm around somebody then that's just kind of a sign like oh mm.
0: okay i just thought of a bunch of more discourse for this so one Realizing that people don't love like you because you can't project the love that you need on other people if they just don't love in the same way that you do. I think in the past when I was younger, the reason why I trusted everybody because I thought everybody loved as hard as I did. And then I was super fucked up to find out they didn't. And I got really traumatized to find out that these people were actually hurting me instead of loving me like how I love them so deeply. So, I don't fucking do that shit no more.
1: Dude, yeah, 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 big on that. Definitely just not thinking that everybody moves the way you do, because that's definitely, definitely not the case.
0: Okay, and then number two people who don't take accountability, I don't fucking trust you. People who blame shift, I don't trust you. Why are we not talking about something? painful in some ways that you've hurt me or other people. That's something that you should get to know in somebody. Cause if not, they're going to fucking do that to you. And that is something that you should not trust because narcissistic energy and just, you can really get caught up in other people's problems because they could be the problem. That's just not safe for either of you.
1: Yes. When people are constantly talking shit about other people, when people can't take accountability and when people can just never be wrong, don't trust you bro because like we're human we're not always right and if you can never admit that you were wrong in some certain situations I just don't trust you because what Sandy said like how are you going to act in regards to us if you're just always like if you're just always right and you're just never wrong and also just like a victim mentality uh I don't trust I don't trust like whatsoever
0: Bro, if somebody says to you on the first couple of times of linking, I'm just too nice, my red flag or like my downfall is I'm too nice, you better fucking run because that means they're not going to take accountability for anything because that means they're passive too. And they're like people pleasing. Like you just got to go or you can help them, of course. But <laughs> for me, I'm like, I just got to go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was I was gonna say like being <laughs> passive, being passive isn't necessarily like a, a horrible bad thing, but it's just the extent of the passiveness that you know to where that can go. It, it levels levels are different with everybody. Whether or not you want to be there to help them learn, whether or not you want to go, it's your choice. Whatever makes you feel better and more at peace. Don't let anybody ruin your peace. Whenever people just constantly say one thing and do another.
0: You don't trust that.
1: I think when it's just too much, like when they just do it so often, and like you confronted them about it, and like they still do it, I don't trust you at that point. Just stick by what you say.
0: Yeah, or if you switch it up, like communicate that clearly. Yeah, I trust you
1: exactly. When I think when people are just very open and honest to where they know that their honesty isn't gonna make them look the best, but they still do it, I trust that.
0: Wait. Is there an example for that? Because that was kind of confusing.
1: (laughs) So um, I guess just like a personal example, communicating things. And like, I know that sometimes my honesty isn't going to sound like the best or like sometimes I make mistakes, but I'm still going to be honest anyways, just because I want to be honest, even if I'm not going to be looked at in like the best light. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's just accountability.
1: Yeah. It goes back to accountability. Thank y'all so much for asking y'all's wonderful questions. Shout out to our Patreon subscribers, Baby Beluga, Olive Ugly, and Nia. We love y'all so much.
0: Thank you for listening. Hope y'all learned something. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Love y'all.